previously on Coruscant Nights. Stanton Shift Horn. Shift is his nickname, pulled from a, a situation in Sabak where there's a shift. And so he was internal affairs until something happened and he he more or less got ousted from it. He was in a Sabak game with a guy who was more or less on his level and the power went out and then a shift happened. Now shifts happened, but this was a very suspicious one and it cost him cost him everything on this guy. And that guy ended up getting promoted ahead of him and he kind of got run out of the bureau as, as a result of it. Somebody went to the central processing station, killed some clones, and then whoever's in charge of, I don't know, their police or whatever came into his house. Did the police shoot him? Yes. Did he kill those clones? No. And he says, I didn't. It wasn't me. Okay. So, I will take your case. Is that cool with you? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's cool with me. Your past comes back to haunt you. Sometimes, it even comes looking for you. Ponda's Casino, the Golden Gun Dark, is not as busy as it was probably the last time you came here. Is this one of the places that Stanton frequents, or is he uh, more interested in the more private card games and the lower levels? So Stanton's experience... Uh, so Stan, the, the Golden Gundark is where he lost his his big big hand mm-hmm. against his his rival. His his rival's name is Oren Rylar, who was the other investigator at the time that Stanton was an investigator. So that's where he lost the thing. So and and he doesn't trust the dealers there. So he always asks for a droid dealer. Plus, this is going to have the advantage for him. So he arrives. He goes into the Sabak room, which is a mm-hmm. separate room off of the casino. The casino is filled with all sorts of games and yeah. loud idiots, you know, that are just playing machines that are going to lose their money in the long run. Yeah. But the Sabak room is like its own room. And as you enter, I need you to do a vigilance check. Okay. Mm-hmm. How is vigilance your vigilance? system it's is okay. so slick. I just pick what I want and it rolls yeah. it for me. All right. What am I rolling against? A red and a purple. I'm going to argue for an advantage on vigilance. Um, because this is, man, this is a place that he knows front and back. He doesn't okay. even have to think. Yeah, you get a you get a boost for that. Okay. A red and a black, and what do I get a boost with? Another green uh, one? Red, purple, and then the light blue one. So, Two failures. Wow. So okay. he's a little distracted. Maybe he's still thinking about that blood in the cab. <laughs> he might be. Maybe that one, he's, he's kind of like... God, what do I do about that thing? Um, he's trying to decide right now whether or not he should make a phone, like an anonymous phone call to have somebody pull that cab over before he can clean it up so that they can take care of it. Either way, he's he, he he's distracted when he goes in. But he spots Mal sitting at a table towards the center of the room. Is the dealer a droid? The dealer is a droid. Is there anybody else at the table? Not at that table. Perfect. A couple of the other tables are full. That's fine. He he would have asked Mal to... Okay, so he sits down. He sits down. Mal says, all right. Mal, it's almost like we've done this before because there's a droid and it's just you and me. So it seems like you're willing to play ball. Uh, Well, 
we'll, we'll see how things turn out. Tell you what, Mal. I'm just going to start talking and you stop me when this story starts to sound familiar. How's that sound? Okay. I got a guy. He's a custodian. His name's Enzo. He's a waiter here at this very casino. Yep. I know Enzo. I don't really know this guy. I don't know. Do you know this guy? Yeah, I hired the guy. You hired the guy? Yeah. You hired the guy to do what? To wait tables. He's okay. not particularly good at anything else. Was he any good at waiting tables? He was okay. Tell you what, I'll keep going. That seems weird, but whatever. He's a custodian at the RSF as well. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. Well... The RSF knows that because they went into his backyard and tried to shoot him. They actually shot him once, which isn't bad for our RSF friends, at least the ones that I know. They didn't kill him, which would have been spectacular for them and pretty unlikely. But he ends up down at my place with a nice big blaster hole in his side. Turns out the two clones were in a data bank that got murdered last night. And instead of doing what I would call an investigation, they just tried to shoot the custodian. So, how's this song sounding to you? Does it sound like something that you could maybe add a verse to? That's a lot of news to me. I haven't heard much of this at all. You can imagine my surprise. So you failed your vigilance check. I sure did. Stan feels a hand on his shoulder. Oh, just a that's not good. <laughs> Stan... Stanton knows better than to draw down on something like this in the casino because he knows that whatever's happening, he's just along for the ride at this point. And so he says to Mal, he goes, is that your hand, Mal? <laughs> uh, n- no, uh, I was just playing a, a game with, uh, with the old friend here and I th- thought you might like a rematch. I know already who this is. Anytime anyone refers to a rematch, it means something that I've lost. <laughs> And there's only one guy that I've lost that badly to, and it's Oren Rylar. He leans down and puts an elbow on your shoulder. Stanton Horn. Oren Rylar. He smiles with his uh, pointy, pointy teeth. Fancy seeing you here. You know, I was just about to say what a pleasant experience I was having here at the Golden Gundark. He spins the seat around next to you and sits down. Fancy game? While I was playing with Mal here, are you going to replace my droid dealer? Maybe I should. Maybe I should. How do you feel about that droid? The droid looks over with its dead eyes. (laughs) Yeah. All right. What do you want out of me? Oh, me? I just saw you here. I thought uh, thought you could use some company. Mal's Mal's a little boring, if you know what I mean. Well, you know what I'm playing for tonight, Oren? What's that? I'm playing for information. Oh, yeah? So how's about we get our droid friend here to maybe deal us a few, and we play for some information. You play a little, what do you got, what do I got? I'm thinking something like that. I'm guessing, and I don't think this is too tough for me to surmise, that you would like a certain friend of mine that you no doubt heard me refer to about 30 minutes ago. You being funny? I know you don't have any friends. Yeah, I am being funny because it was way sooner than 30 minutes. <laughs> it was about 30 seconds. Yeah, well, you got me. We're looking for this. We're looking for the same thing. I'm looking for the answers to a lot of questions as to why you're looking for this guy. 
Well, we're both looking for the person who murdered a couple clones. Is that not right? I think we are, if you put it that way. And uh, one of us just happens to be uh, wrong about who they're looking for. You're probably right there as well. Okay, so here's my problem. Mm -hmm. Orrin Ryler knows I got this guy, right? He just Mm -hmm. doesn't know where I got him. Yeah. My problem is that I don't trust Orrin Rylar. And so I'm going to play him for information. But if Orrin is in on this and looking for this guy, then I'm guessing that he is trying to basically silence this guy. And I don't know what I could possibly get out of Orrin if I think that he is in on this. So I have to convince Orrin to answer questions for me. Yeah, you have to get him flustered or surprised mm-hmm. or, yeah. Well, tell you what, Oren, how much are they paying you now up there? You got an awfully nice promotion since the last time we were at this table. Oh, that I did. Yeah, and I seem to remember a, a little bump to your paycheck coming right out of mine after that shift, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. You know that I got a nickname out of that one? <sighs> yeah, yeah. Do you know who started that nickname? Nah, I'm pretty sure I know who started that nickname. So I think that I got a fairly big bone to pick with you, but I'm willing, as always, to exchange a lot of grievances for credits. So why don't we sit down here and we'll just start having a friendly conversation while some credits move back and forth. How's that sound? He smiles at you. You see those many, many filed down sharp pointed teeth. That sounds good to me. Let's see some cards, dealer. Mel moves off to the side and starts watching. It's probably going to be counting some cards. And the droid deals. All right, so to play Sabac, I don't love the rules that they've come up with for playing Sabac, but we're going to start <laughs> with some of the rules, and then we're going to we can fiddle deviate. with them a little bit. Yeah. So when you were talking about Sabac with me yesterday, mm-hmm. it's your choice whether you put the card in the the field your your choice whether to allow it to shift so largely you're going to be dealt cards and you're trying to get to certain numbers versus your opponent right and then basically poker yes but to avoid the shifts and things like that you can place cards in a protective field right and and so you can make strategic decisions it's not totally random on it yeah so the way the the rules are written for it in Edge of the Empire in these games is that the shift always happens. Mm-hmm. But we'll change that so that you can choose whether you put your cards in the field. So you choose whether to take the risk, which I feel like feels much more like it anyway. Sure. You're assessing your own risks. Yeah, because, I mean, he's a true gambler. Yeah. So we start out with your cool rating. Okay. So my cool is two yellows and a green, and which then, is pretty good. Yeah, it is pretty good. We're going to make the first hand easy, so it's just going to be one purple. Okay. Roll your first hand. Okay. So I got to do what? Roll cool? Yep, no, I cool. can't roll cool. Oh, I can roll cool. Okay. Yep. Cool against what? A purple? One purple for the first one. Well, crushed that. Four successes. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. So the next part is the uh, the shift. Your choice, whether you want to allow them to shift. So what happens here is we roll one of those white dice. Okay. For every black that comes up, one success and one advantage are converted to a failure and a threat. 
Okay. And the opposite for if a, if a white pip comes up. So I'm like wildly ahead on this. Yeah. So I'm not even going to bother playing the shift. Yeah, and I think so. Yeah, what, what's going through Stanton's mind as his uh, his cards come up? So this is early in the game. Stanton knows that he's way ahead, so he's just going to start. He's going to immediately start working Orin, mm-hmm. just to try to just to try to get him off off kilter a little bit here. So he's going to start talking. Orin, this is not a great start for you, my friend. You look distracted. Did you get a new toothbrush or something? It's it's only it's only the beginning of the game. We still got still got a bit to go before it's all over for the big win. What's in that data room that uh, those two clones were uh, killed in? It's on a need to know basis, and you he looks you up and down. Clearly, don't need to know. Well, you know, another thing I don't need to know is uh, that my hand is just wildly superior to yours. So, I mean, we can keep going and I can keep asking you questions, I suppose. But I don't know. I mean, I guess let's just keep dealing cards. Yeah, this game's only just started. It's going to be the same role except two purples. He says, uh, I think I'm going to let this one shift. Ooh, look at that. Yeah, so... um, what ends up happening his his hand is not quite as good as yours but it's mm-hmm. it's better than it was so haven't really thought about this what do you think the golden gundark's cards look like the golden gun like the back of the cards yeah back of the cards front of the cards what uh so what style what are, what are, what are they like like opulence mm-hmm. that is what that would be the word that i would use for the golden gundark's sub- sabak room uh and this is like a high end like he's not gonna go and play low end stuff, even though he probably can't afford to do it. He he trusts his own skill, so he's going into the high end tables, and that's where he plays. And so this is just you know the the Gundark tries it tries at like hot levels of too hard for opulence, right? <laughs> like the, it, yeah. the 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 stuff is gilded gold all over the place, and so the cards are gold with like a literal golden Gundark on the back, like almost <laughs> looking like the uh, the Ark of the Covenant from <laughs> Indiana Jones, right? It's just like mm-hmm. this ridiculous opulent thing. And so they, they have like a golden, around the cards, they have like a golden sort of edging that, that glows and ripples as well. And this is the back back room that you're in right now. It's It's a lot quieter than the front or even just the regular card tables. Yeah, they don't um, let everybody back here. Yeah, it's kind of dark with pools of light around the tables. Mel's really intent on this game. I'm not sure if he wants you to win or if he wants you to lose, but he's he's watching your hands in particular pretty hard. Hmm. So here's what I'm trying to figure out. Why is a custodian murdered for the crime of killing two clones in a data room who also happens to be a waiter here at the lovely Golden Gundark. What do you think about that, Oren? Well, why why would he murder those people? Yeah. What sense does that make? You're an investigator. You should you should roll to get to to pump him for for info. What do you think? Would that be charm or leadership? You you're like pumping him up a little bit you're like hey, here's you what know, i'm gonna you're, do you're, you're i'm gonna keep ta- here's, here's, i'm gonna keep talking for a second and i'm gonna roll yeah. this into deception okay okay i just gotta think of how to deceive this guy <laughs> so i'm gonna look at him and go you see the thing is that enzo didn't find anything 
except what those two clones left, which he picked up and put into his pocket. Did you know that? It's going to be against three purples, but I'm going to flip a dark side point to make one of those purples a red. So two purples and one red. All right. And I'm going to roll. Okay. I'm going to success and two advantages. So I've successfully lied into thinking that Enzo has information that these two clones picked up from the databank. Yeah. Do you know where he stashed it? Oh, it's plenty safe, just like he is. That info can't get out. You know that. I know that. It's going to ruin careers. Big careers. I know that too. Do you think that a guy that works as a private investigator on the lower levels cares a whole hell of a lot about those careers? You really should. Do you have an idea for your two advantages? So the adva- one of the advantages that I'm, that I'm getting off of him is that I, I, he's, he's really off, off kilter now. And so mm-hmm. he's starting to like... You said something you weren't supposed to know. Yeah. Well, it was a lie. And I was seeing yeah. whether or not it was true. Yeah, yeah. But that was my guess was that... So I've got a working theory here, and I'm going to just keep pumping that information to see how, how close I can get to it. The one thing that I don't know, which is legitimately bothering me, is whether or not there is an actual tie to Pana the Hut here. <laughs> because the guy worked as a waiter here, but he also worked as a custodian. So the mere fact that he was a custodian at the place where these two clones got murdered puts enough of a situation for him to be pinned, right? It has nothing to do with the fact that he was a waiter at Pawn of the Hut's place. Now, could Pawn of the Hut be involved in this? I suppose, but that would be a wild coincidence if those two things were linked because he happened to work at both places. Unless there is some reason that him being a waiter at Pawn of the Hut also contributed to them blaming him for the murder. So that's what I got to get out of him. I have mm-hmm. to figure out the connection between Pawn of the Hut and him as a waiter and this crime. So, so this is what, so I'm going to lie again. I'm going to, I'm going to just keep okay. playing this game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how are we doing with the cards? Do we need to go any further on the cards? We should, we should probably roll another hand. All right. We'll tell you what, let's see some more cards before I let you know another piece of information that I know. I'm going to flip a dark side point to make his roll a little bit better. Okay. And it's going to be against three purples this time. All right. So what am I rolling here? Cool. I'm going to run out of cool pretty quick here with these. Uh, And then three purples, you said? Yep. You had two advantages on that deception, and I think you used one of them. Mm -hmm. Do you want to pass the second one on as a black die to him? Okay. Very much so. So I'll pass him a black die. He's a little off kilter. Because he's off kilter now, and I can start to see his tells on things. Yeah. Because he's not a great, that's the thing, is he's a good Sabacc player, but he's not great, which is why it bothers me so much that he beat me, and I don't believe that it was legit. Yeah. Okay. Oh, boy. We got all sorts of nonsense going on here. We're in laughs. I think we both want to let this one shift. Yeah, you know, you just can't trust droids like you used to. (laughs) Okay. And so I'm going to roll a white uh, Mm -hmm. horse die? Yep. God, we just both got he, murdered on this one. Yeah, he whistles through his teeth. <laughs> that didn't work out for either of us. Did you file those teeth down just so you could make that whistle? <laughs> you know it. All right, well, this hand this hand was no good for us, so it doesn't help. It just contributes to the sabacc pot, right? Yeah. Uh, however, 
according to those rules, mm -hmm. your triumph, you could reveal a positive, negative, or natural 23 to win the pot, regardless of the rest of your hand. But I can only do it on this hand. With that, yeah, with that triumph, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> this is this is a poker term called slow rolling, and it uh -huh. is like the biggest jerk move that you can do is when you pull one of these, just like, oh, oh, what's this? Wait a second here, Oren. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't even see that. It looks like I have an idiot's array here. And so the dealer, the, the dealer says, you win. <laughs> and so I scoop the pot and I look at Oren and Oren is got a so hand on his chin. Yeah, point. he's gritting his teeth, closed mouth. I'm now is when I'm going to immediately start working him for information again. I'm going to say, well, tell you what else I know, Oren, here, uh, while I take a second here to collect these chips. Pawn of the Hut really, really is interested in the information that our little waiter might have on him as well. So that's a deception check, right? Yeah. I'm going to get an advantage because I just absolutely worked this guy on the table. Yeah, that works for me. And it's uh, three so I get a blue for that or Yeah, it was three purples. Yep, with a blue. Three purples? Mm -hmm. Oh, that didn't work. Oh, that's terrible. I really needed that information. Oren says, you really never could lie to me, could you? I don't believe that for one second. I don't think Pana has anything to do with this. I just kind of stare at him. There's like nothing I can do at this point because I just sort of, I, there's, I only think I can do damage by opening my mouth at this point because I really uh, thought he would react differently to this. You should make a vigilance check against three purples. Okay. I'm so mad at that. So mad at that. That's or the most mad I've been at that prefer. thing all night. Uh, you have two advantages that you could convert into boost dice if you want, or if you have another idea for, for those on your lie. I really need this information. I really have to either connect Pawn of the Hut or not connect Pawn of the Hut. But I... Yeah. It is just wild that this guy also works for Pawn of the Hut. Yeah. So I have to, I'm going to convert whatever I can here to get this okay. thing rolling. So two blues. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. These dice hate you tonight. failures and three advantages. I don't even, that's, that's an absolute critical failure. That's, that's a pretty failure-y failure. Jeez. Look at those purple dice. You couldn't roll. Yeah. You worse could not purple roll. Dice. Yeah. Holy smokes. Oh my God. This guy should just retire. Oren says, I'm about to head up to Pana myself. We'll see what he thinks about this Enzo character. I really don't want to see Pana the Hut, do I? I want this guy to stay at the table, frankly. Does he have any more money on him? <laughs> he, he might. He's, you've got three advantages on that, on that check. All right. So... My advantage is I'm going to try to see whether or not I can keep him at the table because it's no good to me if he goes to Pawn of the Hut, right? Mm -hmm. I want, I want to see if to I can. starts to stand up. Yeah. You know, it's a shame that this rematch went so quickly. I really, really was enjoying myself. You know, I'm glad that we did this though because it really does solidify just how lucky you got the last time. Listen, luck has nothing to do with it. It's all skill. Mm-hmm. If I need to prove that to you right now, I'll prove it for, for you. You're doing a bang-up job so far here, Oren. Mal, you're dealing. Get this droid out of here. We need a human touch. Oh, God. I don't know how I feel about that. 
Mal's been a guy that I've known for a long time. Do I trust Mal that he's not going to cheat me? Do you? Mal works for the Golden Gundark, right? He does. He works security. He's off the clock right now, though. Yeah, he does work security. Okay. The question is, am I going to know if he cheats me? I feel like I would. I feel like he really should. (laughs) This is why he doesn't let people deal cards, right? Because he's like, okay, so he says to Oren, he goes, hang on, hang on to your dentures here one second here, Oren. Why all of a sudden do we want to get Mal in here after I've been beating your short pants off you here with a droid? I don't trust the droids. Well, I love Mal more than anyone here, but I don't trust him either. Droids are programmed by Pana the Hut. Mal's just paid by him. Which one's worse? It's hard to get through programming. Oh, boy. Is that the only way you're going to continue this thing? Yeah, it is. All right. Let's see some cards, Mal. We're going to do this. He's, Mel shuffles the deck. He, I'm not at the point yet where I can leave this thing. I gotta get this. I gotta get this information out of him. All right. First hand's the the easy hand. One purple. All right. God, I I can't. I must have gotten the worst rolls out of it. Oh, I'm on fire now. Ooh, wow. Let's see what Orange Stanton can roll. Stanton is playing like his life depends on him right now because he has not. He's got all the investment in the world in this thing right now. It doesn't even matter the case. This is just him and and Oren. All right. So, yeah, it, it is just him and Oren. And Mal's just, as far as you see, he's uh, just dealing the deck. And uh, do I need to do any sort of check to see whether or not I can tell if Mal's going to cheat me? Uh, you can watch Mal if you want. You can do a perception check. Uh, it's probably a vigilance check because you're 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 playing the game and you're just keeping a side eye on Mal. Yeah, I want to keep a side eye on Mal as well. Okay. I guess it really. I mean, the it really depends whether or not Mal's going to cheat me as to like how much I'm rolling against, right? Because if everything seems above board and he really is above board, then it shouldn't be that hard a roll because it should uh-huh. look everything should look fine. Yeah. And. This is a guy that has spent more than a small amount of time in the Golden Gundark. Yeah. He, he should have, like, excellent radar on whether or not something is... The easiest way to tell if somebody is cheating you is to be suspicious that they're cheating you, right? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the easiest way to see through magic. So I should get an advantage for that because I am very suspicious. Yeah, you can have a boost for that. I'm going to have a setback, add a setback, a black one in because you are in the middle of a hand. That's true. I got other things going on. So what am I rolling against here? You are rolling against two purples. Okay. 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 So Mal I succeeded is not cheating. on my vigilance. So Mal is not cheating me. All right. Now we're talking. Okay. Okay. So I feel confident about that. I've looked at Mal. I've been, I've, whatever attention I can spare, I've been watching Mal, and I'm pretty confident that Mal's going to do this straight. I think Mal is a little, <laughs> Mal, if for being a Mandalorian, looks a little bit terrified of what's happening here. <laughs> like yeah. this is like two guys that are seriously staring daggers into each other right now, playing mm-hmm. with a lot of money. Lawrence. Uh- very serious. He's uh, not talking at the moment. He's just concentrating on the cards. What's wrong, Oren? Lothgat got your tongue all of a sudden? I thought we were being serious here. We're never that serious, are we? I mean, we used to be you cops. Are, for sure. Well, you know, I just can't get my mind off of the fact that this guy was a waiter for Pawn of the Hut. 
Doesn't that seem like a coincidence? And you know, you... I didn't know you that well, but you seemed like a competent investigator. Don't you think that'd be the kind of thing that ought to, you know, maybe, uh, maybe be worth uh, asking a question or two about? Why do you think I'm here, Shift? Hmm. You gonna head upstairs and, and put some cuffs on Pana? I didn't bring the big cuffs today. Yeah, it would take some pretty big cuffs, wouldn't it? Let me tell you what I'm thinking here. I'm thinking that this has everything to do with Pawn of the Hut. And I'm thinking that my little custodian that I've got tucked safely away with his data pad on all that information that's going to hurt all those people is something that Pana wouldn't mind getting his hands on. And maybe, just maybe, some clones ought to take out the guy and the data pad to help out our friend upstairs. How close am I with that? Let's roll the next one. Okay, so I'm rolling cool. What am I yep. rolling against? It's against two purples. Okay. All right. I'm doing well. Stan can play cards. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, what does he do after I give my little speech there? And then he sees his cards, and he sees that I am still ahead of him. He looks down his cards, and then he says, Oh, I didn't see that there. He pulls out one more card. I'm sorry. It looks like I won this one. There's nothing that I can really do about the cards. I lost to that triumph, didn't I? Yeah. Okay. Well, it looks like we've got ourselves a tiebreaker here, don't we? I mean, if you insist. I think I do, Oren. We're going to have to deal one more on this. Okay. <laughs> Why don't we sweeten the pot a little bit here, Oren? Yeah, what do you got? What do you have in mind? How about... And this is going to be where my deception comes in. How about I wager a certain data pad versus you... See, this is where I got to get... I got to get something out of him that I can get, like, immediately. Mm -hmm. This is hard. Because I've got to get something out of him immediately. I've got to basically get some sort of way to... He could um, let you into the crime scene. He could... Yeah, that's where I got to go because I got to find out what's on those. I got to find out what's actually on that thing. Here's here's where I'm at with this story. So it's exactly like I said, like he was tried. He he was a dude that was going to be snuffed out for finding information. The two clones found a whole bunch of information on underhanded dealings, probably money being exchanged, probably from Pawn of the Hut to the RSF for dirty cop dealings. Right. The two clones come in on it. They get shot by somebody that's in on the whole thing. Maybe Oren himself. Who knows? Then they pin it on the custodian, which maybe they know is there because Pawn of the Hut says to pin it on him because he knows who he is because he works for him. That'd be the only connection I can think of to Pawn of the Hut. I got to get the actual crime that's going on so that then I can take that evidence and give it to somebody that can do something with it. Right. Mm -hmm. Or confront yeah. those people. So I got to go, I got to get to, I got to get in. So I got to get a key. Why don't I get a key to the crime scene from him that he can give yeah. me right there? And I'm going to make the Mandalorian enforce it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a data pad out of my pocket. Okay. I have a blank data pad on my pocket. I'm going to put it on the table. All right, Oren, we got one hand left. Here's how this is going to play out. I got that data pad with me. Maybe that was smart. Maybe that was not smart. Either way, here it is. It's on the table right here. I got a Mandalorian to my right 
that doesn't owe me any more favors, but I know he doesn't owe you any more favors either. You are going to put the key to that data room on the table right here, because I want to take a look at it. And I don't really care what you think about that, because that's the only way you're going to get this data pad. If either one of us cheats the other one, this Mandalorian here is going to shoot him in the face. How's that sound for a last hand? Oren looks at Mal. Mal shrugs. Oren says, you got it. All right. So does he put the card on the table? He does put the card on the table. Okay. I'm, I'm immediately, this ties him to the, this ties him to all of it because the fact that he's got the key to the room where the murders took place means that he is heavily involved in this thing. Well, I was thinking he, maybe he put like his credentials on the table. Perfect. That'll work. Something too. that would get him. Something get that'll him get me into to important places. Okay. Yeah. So he doesn't put the key to the room in there, which not the exact doesn't key to the room. actually tie him to it, but it does yeah. put his credentials in there, which gives me free reign of the RSF for a limited period of time. Yeah. Okay. Gonna need those back. I mean, if you win. I'll leave them in your mailbox. You'll have to get somebody to buzz you in tomorrow. Okay, we're gonna do this. I don't know what advantages I can ask for here, but I need them all. (laughs) Because it's gonna get real ugly real fast if I lose this thing. You can flip a light side point to turn your green one into a yellow. Do I have a light side point left? Oh, two light side God, points yes. right now. We're doing it all. Anything I got. So you can you can flip one one per turn. So one flip is gonna make your green better. Make your green a yellow. Okay. Why might you get a boost? I'm gonna get a boost. Here's why I'm gonna get a boost because I'm the one that came up with this idea. So I'm <laughs> I'm willing to risk it all. I also am confident that I'm a better Sabak player than he is. Okay. I just. Mm-hmm. Whether it's true or not, I absolutely believe this. And I don't think he was necessarily prepared (laughs) to have the Mandalorian agree to shoot him in the face if he tried to cheat me. (laughs) No, he was not prepared for that. I'm not terribly prepared for it either, but it was my idea. (laughs) So it was less surprising than it was to him. So it was, what, what did he agree to exactly? So he agreed to give me his credentials. Uh huh. What did Mal agree to exactly? Mal agreed. What was the wording on that? Mal agreed to shoot one of us in the face if we if he thought that it, it wasn't being fair, or if like if you know I tried to just steal his stuff. Okay. Right. Yeah. So he's gonna make this. He's gonna he's gonna do this fair. And if okay. the other person tries to do something, like if he just grabbed my data data pad and walked away, Mal uh-huh. was gonna execute this guy. And he's a Mandalorian, and so there, you know, I'm like relying <laughs> on Mal's sense of Mandalorian armor as as a guy yeah. that you know is not to be screwed with. Right. Okay. This one's gonna be three purples. Okay. Okay. So I'm going three, three yellows, three purples, and did I get any advantages? I think you got a boost. Yeah. Okay. So a blue. Yep. Okay. Ooh. Oh my god. Oh. Ooh. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Okay, we're gonna have to get real, real dicey here. So what happened? Oren says, <laughs> you might want to let that shift. Oh boy. <laughs> Stanton's whole world is just collapsing in front of him. He cannot believe this is happening. You know what? In honor of you, I'll let mine shift too. Stanton try- Stanton tries to to be witty and cool about this, and he just he just 
he can't. And so what he says is basically he's like, well, that's awfully kind of you. Meanwhile, he's just like crushed and he's trying his hardest not to let his voice waver. <laughs> Did All I? Right, so f- you didn't, okay. but it was close. It was so close. So you ended up with a success and three advantages and Oren ended up with three successes total. Oh. Stanton is crushed. Crushed. Okay. So we oh we're in desperation mode at this point. Stanton takes Faith, his Westar, and he points it underneath the table at the underside of the table, points it like almost straight up to where all the cards and the money is. And he fires it. And it goes right off, right up under the table and just explodes outwards. Mm -hmm. And he grabs the credentials and he grabs the data pad and he runs. Okay. As you run, I'd like another vigilance check, please. I can't believe I had to do that. (laughs) So my, I had, I had options here, right? Like he Mm -hmm. either, he's, he's either going to just accept this defeat and then go try to find a way to break in or he's going to do something crazy here. And I think it's the fact that this is his rival that he really, really, really blames all the problems in his life on that he is, you know, whether true or not, he obviously causes a lot of problems for himself, Uh but he thinks in the back of his mind that this whole thing, there's a chance that this thing might put him even on this this whole deal. And so he he fires the gun off, it explodes upwards through the table, stuff goes everywhere, electricity goes everywhere, the chips go everywhere. He grabs, because he knows exactly what he's looking for, he grabs the two things, uh, he grabs the, the blank data pad and the credentials, and he runs. And so he's going to do a vigilance check here. And hopefully he doesn't get executed by a Mandalorian on the way out. <laughs> We're going to do it against three purples and one black. Oh, my God. Probably not going to notice the thing. Do I get an advantage because <laughs> I've just created like a massive amount of chaos? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this does wow. not work. <laughs> wow. Two. Okay. Two failures, one advantage, and one triumph. triumph. He does not see the cards fall out of Oren's sleeve. Son of a gun! As Oren stands up from the table. What do you have for your triumph and advantage? The triumph is that the Mandalorian does see the cards come out of Oren's sleeve. (laughs) That's great, yes. So the triumph is that the Mandalorian sees the cards come out of Oren's sleeve. So I'm booking it with these two things, right? I've left all the money, and so the Mandalorian takes out his gun and points it over to Oren's head, and he he says, I see those cards, Oren. You're going to be staying back here a while. And the Mandalorian scoops the money. Mandalorian scoops up the money, and Oren puts out his hands uh, out to the sides while you make your break for it. Okay, so this wasn't quite as bad as what I thought. I still think I lost fair yeah. and square. Uh-huh. Which really bothers me. But especially against that guy. But nobody's chasing me. Now, mm-hmm. it was a failed vigilance, so I probably don't even notice what's happening behind me. I'm just No, you don't see that at all. I'm just yeah. gone. Gone, gone. Yeah. 
maybe with your advantage, you you would notice that Mal has not followed you. He's not chasing you or anything. Right, but I don't know what's going on there. All I know is that I've managed to, like, against all odds, get away, and and I'm just booking out of the gun dark. Yeah. And I flag down, <laughs> I flag down a taxi. Thanks for listening to this episode of Coruscant Nights. Coruscant Nights is a production of Nightcast Creative. To find out more about us and our projects, visit nightcastcreative.com. Thanks to James for playing on these episodes. Be sure to check out his podcast, The University of Coruscant. The University of Coruscant offers bite-sized in-universe dives into Star Wars history, lore, technology, and more. I can't recommend it enough. Download The University of Coruscant wherever you get your podcasts. Have you joined our Discord yet? Come hang out with other fans of Coruscant Nights in the other place and talk about the shows, your favorite RPGs, and other games. We've got monthly live-streamed games, shows like Behind the Mask with Sarah Joy, which you can also find on our YouTube, and board game nights. Check the show notes for a link.